Hi, welcome back to our broadcast. When Jesus was talking about the lamp hiding the, you don't hide a lamp under a bushel, or you don't keep it hidden, you don't keep the light hidden. There's something that he was talking about here that's a revelation of not just the, the little song that we sing, this little light of mine, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. You know, and then he goes, hide it under a bushel, no. Okay, that's great, and that's good. But what Jesus, there's a revelation here that Jesus was trying to, to get to the disciples because before this, he was talking about the parable above among all parables. He said, if you understand, if you understand this, you'll understand the kingdom. But if you don't understand this parable, you will not understand anything else. This is how the kingdom works, the parable of the sower. And then he goes on to talk about the lamp, how you don't hide a lamp under a bushel. You don't take something, the light that's supposed to shine, and you don't keep it hidden. So what was he saying here? He was saying that 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 things that are hidden are meant to be hidden only temporarily, but then to be brought out into the light, to be brought out and to shine. Anything that the, uh, the revelations of God, the, revel the revelations of the, of the kingdom are not meant to be kept from us. They're hidden for us, not to be hidden from us. They're hidden to be brought out at the appointed time. They're hidden to be brought out when you need it, when you need that revelation and to, for you to find it, for you to get a hold of it so that the enemy does not steal and rob from you. When you're not ready to handle it and you have, you get, a revelation comes, you're not ready to, to hold on to it or to obtain it. The enemy comes what? The Bible says in Mark chapter 4 that Satan comes immediately to steal the word or revelation that is sown into our heart. When you get revelation, when you get understanding, when you get that revelation and that wisdom, when you get that on the inside of you, that revelation, the Satan comes immediately to rob, to steal, to take, to try to get that word, that revelation out of you. Because once it becomes part of you, he cannot move you. Once it becomes on the in, gets on the inside of you and it gets rooted and grounded, you're, he's not, he's going to have a hard time pulling it up. But if he can get you in doubt and unbelief about God's word and, and faith and the truth of who he is, the truth of his promises, if he can get you to doubt God, he will steal that seed in its infancy. It's easy to pluck something up when it's barely taken a root or before it has a root at all. But once it is rooted and, and, and got roots out into the ground, it's harder to pull it up once it's established. So Satan comes immediately to steal the word of God, to steal the revelation, the word of the living God, to keep it from producing something on the inside of us and destroying his kingdom, destroying Satan's kingdom. So this is why we have to get established in God's word. This is why revelation is getting into God's word and finding things. Revelation becoming revealed. It, the word of God coming alive on the inside of us, getting revelation will in getting it established on the inside of us is what will cause us to stand strong and not be shaken when things are going crazy in this world. How can we have a peace that passes all understanding.
How can we have a peace that the world says you should be shaking right now? You should be in fear. You should be troubled. Why are you not troubled? Why are you not upset? Why are you smiling? Why are you whistling? Why do you have joy? Don't you know that everything is going crazy? Everything is, things are, are, are in, in a terrible shape. Don't you know that there's wars and there's all kinds of crazy things that are happening? Why are you not upset? Why are you not troubled? Because there's a strength on the inside of you that gives you a peace, nothing missing, nothing broken, that passes all understanding. And Jesus was talking about this in, um, and he, after this parable of the sower in Mark 21, he says, and he said to them, this is the English uh, standard version. He said to them, is a lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed and not on a stand for nothing is hidden except to be made manifest, nor is anything secret except to come to light. The message translation says that. We're not, in verse 22, we're not keeping secrets, we're telling them, we're not hiding things, we're bringing them out into the open. The Passion Translation says, For there's nothing that is hidden that won't be disclosed, there's no secret that won't be brought out into the light. Who was that light? Jesus, the light of the world. Not meant to be kept hidden forever, but yes, for a time, he had, he had to protect the gospel. He had to protect the plan of God in the earth. When Satan came and took him upon the mountain, he was trying to figure out, who is this? Are you the one? Are you really the son of God? Are you the one that I knew in heaven? Are you him? He could not tell. So he tempts him out in the wilderness, trying to get, trying to reveal who he was. So he could, he could find out the plan of God. He could find out and try to thwart it or destroy it. But Jesus was, until the appointed time, was kept things hidden. He, he even told his mother, he said, it's not my time. It is not yet. My time has not yet come. He lived on the earth for, for 30 years before he even did his first miracle. So he had a, there was a plan that God had to set in motion. And it was hidden but only for a season. It was hidden only temporarily for the purpose to be brought out at the right moment at the right time. That revelation, God is not keeping things hidden from us, but he's got them hidden for us. And as we dig into God's word, as we dig in and we begin to get the understanding of how the kingdom works, how the kingdom operates, revelation comes. And when revelation comes and we get a hold of it, Satan cannot move us. That's why it's important for us to, to get back into the Word of God. If we've been distracted and, and we've been maybe had a time of that we've, we've quit studying, we've stopped studying the Word, we need to get back to that foundation, get back to that place, the place of wisdom, the place that we can draw from. And when we get a hold of wisdom, when we get a hold of understanding, when we get a hold of revelation, we hold on to it and we keep that seed in the ground. We don't dig it up. We don't keep trying to extract it and see how it's working or is it, is it doing anything? No, we, we leave it there. We protect it. And then as it begins to grow, we guard it, we protect it and we keep watering it. We, we guard it and protect it and we keep watering it. And then it produces, begins to sprout the roots and then it will produce fruit. It will cause our lives to change. 
in Proverbs, in Proverbs chapter four, it says, he, uh, verse four, uh, chapter four, verse four, he taught me also and said unto me, this is the King James version, let thine heart retain my words, keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom and get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from thy words, from the words of my mouth. Then he goes on to say in verse uh, six, forsake not her, she shall, she shall preserve thee, love her and she shall keep thee. Wisdom, verse seven, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and with, with all thy getting, get understanding. The Amplified says the beginning of wisdom is get wisdom, skillful and godly wisdom for skillful and godly wisdom is the principal thing. And with all you have gotten, get understanding, discernment, comprehension and interpretation. Understand, learn what the kingdom means. Learn what the word of God means. Learn how the kingdom operates. Learn the, the heart of God. Learn how God works, how his, how, what the plan that he put in the earth and then get a hold of it and learn how, how that he wants us to live and to operate and operate like him. Operate like that. Righteousness, God's way, God's way of living and doing things. Right standing, righteousness, doing things the right way, God's way. When we get that understanding, we begin to operate on it. We hold on to what the Lord has given us. We hold on to the promise that God has gave us. We hold on to the truth of God's word that in troubled times, we have peace. In troubled times, we have strength. In troubled times, we have understanding and wisdom that the world doesn't have. When we rely on the Lord. When we call upon him, when we hold fast to him, when we don't back up from him, we don't go to another source, we don't try to get it another way, but we look at what God has said and what he wants us to do, be obedient to him. When the Lord speaks to our hearts, we move, we operate, we walk by faith, we live by faith, and we be obedient to what he tells us. Faith without works is dead. If the Lord puts something in our heart, when the Lord gives us, puts something, a, 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 you have that, that unction on the inside of you, that draw, that inclination to do something, we move on it, we act on it, and then you see the results. The other day, Annette and I were out at a, at a restaurant, and I had, before I went to the restaurant, I had this little thing on the inside of me and I know, you know, we always say a little thing. Sometimes we we question because if it's not strong enough, if it's not, when, when I know when the Lord speaks to me, but sometimes it's so subtle, then I go, oh, is this me or is it the Lord? And I'm like, eh. but I would rather be disobedient. I would rather, I would not, I'd rather miss God by doing what I thought I heard him say than to miss him by not acting on it at all. So I'm, I would rather, I'd rather fail. If I'm going to fail, I'd rather fail at doing what I thought the Lord told me to do. What I thought it was him. I moved on it. I acted on it. Then mm, I didn't do nothing at all. So before we, well, anyway, let me tell you this. So we've been working really long hours and Nanette comes up to Louisville and we're going to stay up, up in Louisville so that we can go on and she can get the grandbabies uh, the next morning. 
So on her way up, she gets caught into traffic. She gets, she's like two hours later than what she would have normally come to, to meet me. We planned on going out and having dinner because I've been working so many hours and just really, and I hadn't been home for a few days. I've been staying with my son. And so we were, we were planning to have this a night out, nice dinner and everything. She's like two hours later getting up there. Then uh, we planned for a restaurant. The restaurant we planned on was closed. So we find another one. It's open a little bit later. It was like, it's already eight o'clock. So it's going to be like 8.30 by the time we get there. So this is open till like 9.30. So we get up, we we start to go toward this other one. Well, it's taken us way out of farther than we thought we were going to go. We get there and it's completely shut down. So now this restaurant is closed, completely closed down. It, 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 I guess it had closed down months ago, but it didn't say anything on the website. So we go to look for another one. She says, I think I saw a steakhouse down here. Let's go here. So we go down there and it's a pizza place. It's like, oh, well, I saw a Cuban restaurant down here. Let's go try that. So we go to it. It's closing in 15 minutes. We don't have time. So then there's a little Thai restaurant. She said, let's go to Thai. Let's try Thai. So we go in there. It's open for 45 more minutes. So we finally find somewhere that we can sit down and eat. But on the way over there, as we were driving, Inside, it was just very subtle. On the inside of me, it was be a blessing to the waitress. I'm like, okay, all right. You know, just had this little, little unction on the inside. Just, just this almost as if my own thought, like be a blessing to the waitress. It wasn't real strong. So I get there and I'm weighing it out and and the little girl is is doing, uh, you know, serving us. And and I'm like, I don't know. She doesn't really act like she's going through anything. So I'm back and forth at it. I don't know. Maybe I said, I'm going to give her a decent tip. But finally, when she comes back to the table and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to be obedient. I'm going to do what I, what I heard, whether it's wrong or right, whatever. So I have in my wallet and I pull out a large bill and I say, you know what? I said, we just want to bless you. I said, you know, the Lord loves you. And she says, well, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to do the Lord's work. I said, you are, you're doing the Lord's work. And so she began to talk and tell us about her life and how she's, she's working, you know, working two jobs and, and she's working, uh, living by herself and she's trying to take care of things. And we just told her, you know, the Lord loves you and wants to be a blessing to you. And he's he just wants you to know how much he loves. And she was so grateful and thankful that little unction on the inside. If I would have just if I would have just dismissed it, there wouldn't have been an act of obedience. There wouldn't have been any fruit come of it. But now there's a seed sown. There's a young lady that had her life blessed. And now she will have confidence that the Lord always works out whatever she needs. She didn't know how it was going to come. We were the we were the last people in the restaurant. And usually, you know how that goes when somebody comes in and and a lot of times they leave you a little tiny tip. I don't know how the the there wasn't very many people in there when we first came in. I don't know if it was a busy day or not or a slow day, but at that point it was really slow. Hardly anybody there. But the Lord met her need and encouraged her and strengthened her, nothing missing, nothing broken, giving her a confidence that the Lord is always working on your behalf. The Lord is always looking out for you. He's always working to meet your need if you will trust Him. And the Lord uses us 
and he needs us to be obedient. He needs us to be that light, to bring the light out into the, into the open. Now she has a little bit more revelation of the faithfulness of God, of the, the resource of God, the, that he is her source, that it didn't come through her paycheck. It came through a blessing. It came through the Lord bringing it into her life. And so now she has a something to draw back on to say, I remember when I was running short, running low, didn't have enough money for rent, and the Lord provided the last person at the restaurant. I had a really short day, if, if that's how it went, and then the Lord provided. It is important for us to be obedient, to be that light, to let the light of God shine, to do what the Lord has put in our heart. We are the hands and feet of him in the earth. And Jesus is the light of the world. And that light lives on the inside of us. So we are the light of the world because that light shines coming from us. That light shines. We are not the source of the light, but we carry the light. We're not the source of the light, but the light is in us. And so when we're out in the world and people see there's something different about us, there's something on us that other people don't have, it is a confidence, it's a strength that we know that whatever goes on in this life, whatever we face, we are connected to the Heavenly Father and He always provides, always takes care of whatever we go through, even if it's hardship or hard times or, or, or things in, in our life. Even if it's something that in the natural is taken away from us or would seem like it's missing or it would, it, it, it's, it is something missing from us in the natural, but God will replace it. God will replace whatever has been taken or missing out of our life and fill that gap to where it is still nothing missing, nothing broken. He's able to be whatever we need in life. He's able to be that missing piece. He is what fills the gap with relationships or if we've lost a loved one or, or and we feel like life is, is no longer the same and it's over. No, it's not over because your heavenly father is the one that fills that gap to create and make it nothing still, nothing missing, nothing broken. So that whatever happens in life, whatever, you know, change, uh, change comes and we don't like change, but whatever the change is, the Lord remains constant. Whatever the change goes on, he doesn't change. Everything else in life will change. Our position might change. Our, our, our location might change. Our relationships might change. They will change, but he remains constant. What? The stable one, the one that is a standard, the one that you can rely on, lean on, trust in that it's not going to fail, it's not going to fall, that it's, it, all of a sudden God's not going to collapse and his strength is not going to fade. If he did, if his word was ever broken, then the whole world would, would cave in on itself. The world would, it, would just implode. His word is what holds the power. The word of his power is what holds everything together. And he doesn't fail. So we can trust in that as we get revelation from God and we act on it, we're obedient. We're, we're letting him move through us. Whatever, whatever is, is, could have been or would have been missing is going to be, is going to be filled. That gap is going to be filled. Now, as we are a blessing to like to that little waitress, 
Do you think that our, we're going to go hungry? Do you think we're... No. The seed that as we sow, God provides seed to the sower. Don't you think it's going to come back more than what we gave? Why? So that we can do it again. So that we can bless more people. Next time, it'll be two people in there instead, or, or the whole restaurant. God always gives us back more for the purpose of the kingdom, to expand the kingdom, to spread the gospel, to give more, to do more, to be more. It's not just, it, you know, people get so caught up in, in thinking, well, you, you know, you're doing something to get. No, I'm doing something to, to receive a harvest. Yes. So that harvest will, will, from that harvest, I'll be able to provide for my family and I'll be able to plant more seed and grow another harvest even bigger. I'll be able to plant and keep replanting, sow and keep sowing. I'll be able to continue to do the work of God. I'll be able to continue to be a blessing. I'll be able to continue to let the light of God shine. Let the revelation shine. Let the revelation of the goodness of God shine to everyone that we meet. So the, the blessing that's on us, the blessing that's on the inside of us, the revelation that we receive is for us to be able to be obedient, to be the hands and feet in the earth. That revelation of the light of Jesus, the light on the inside. Jesus was, it, it was the light that came to the earth, that shone in the darkness so that people would quit stumbling. People are, are stumbling around trying to find truth. And the truth is right here in God's word. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe would not perish or be destroyed, or die and go to hell, but have everlasting life. That is the light of the world, that he came to bring man back into a relationship with him. The greatest thing that we could ever do is bring a person, lead them back to a relationship with their Heavenly Father, because that's going to last for all of eternity. Everything else is going to fade away. But everything that's done in the kingdom and for the kingdom, the word of God will never pass away. Amen. Let me go ahead and end this in prayer. Father, in the name that's above every name, Lord, we worship you and we thank you, Lord God, for the revelation of your word. We thank you, Lord, for revealing to us those hidden things. Lord, revelation to come and wisdom to come so that we will continue to be the the hands and feet and the people uh, of, of who walk in obedience to share the light of the gospel, to let the light shine, that every revelation, Lord, there, every revelation of your word is not kept from us, but it is hidden for us to find, to grow, to be strengthened, to give us wisdom, to give us strength, to give us confidence so that we can continue to do what you've called us to do. Father, we thank you in the name that's above every name the precious name of Jesus. Amen.